Welcome to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, the show no one asked for about the show no one asked for. I'm Nina. And I'm Hannah. And in this episode, we are recapping episode nine of season two, Sense and Sensibility. As always, you don't have to have enjoyed or even watched Emily in Paris to listen to this podcast. We're here to recap the episodes and more importantly, to entertain. There's no wrong way to listen. And if you enjoy this podcast or if you hated it, be sure to leave a review (laughs) and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. We love hearing from you. Enjoy. Do you want to share your life update of why you, why we haven't recorded in so long? You don't have to. I'm putting you on the spot. Because I've been texting my crush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been so busy texting been, your crush. I've been so busy texting. I've just been texting a lot this week. And so I've been too busy um, because of the move. Yeah, you moved. I have moved. I'm in my new purple room which you're insisting I should keep purple. So I think I just might. Mm-hmm. And what else did I do this week that also kept me from all of that? I don't know. I guess that's it. And you also... Between texting your crush and moving, that is why you've been less available. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been wor- I've been weirdly working a lot because my whole thing for a while was working less and now I'm working more. And it's like, what? What the heck? Your whole thing was sort of like being underemployed. <laughs> for a good month and a half. I think overworked up until then. (laughs) (laughs) A year of being overworked. Our our non-American listeners are like, (laughs) you're not over, you're not underworked. You're just living a good and balanced life. Yeah. To them, I say you're right. Yeah. And I think that comes up a lot in this episode. Well, I'm excited because this episode felt like a very Nina themed episode. Do you want to know why? Yes. I I mean, I think I know. But do you want to say at the same time? One one word. One, two, three. Perfume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is so cool. It's really a great. It episode. was. It was pretty fun. Yeah, I, I, perfume became a quarantine hobby. Yeah, this episode was a lot about it, and now it's becoming your work. Since we launched this <laughs> season, it's become a bit of your work. But that, you know what? We're not there yet. Point is, the episode is called "Sense and Sensibility," which is a another Austin reference. And I say another because in the last episode, I think, or one episode before, you you uh, talked about persuasion. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> So it's Sense and Sensibility, and it starts out with soccer, boys playing soccer. Mm-hmm. And the girls are watching the boys play the soccer. Acting like total wags. Wives and girlfriends. Wives and girlfriends. Of soccer players, of athletes. Um, yeah, so Alfie and Gabe are, I don't even want to call him Gabe, but Alfie calls him Gabe. So now I'm doing it. He's like, Gabriel. Anyway, he referred playing. to him as Gabriel, and I was like, who's the character named Gabriel? Yeah, it's so odd. It's such an odd choice. Um, but Alfie's just like that. Um, but yeah, they're playing soccer, and Camille and Emily are watching. Yeah, it kind of like establishes... I mean, they've been building toward this, but it really establishes that like the four of them are becoming a friend group. Yeah. Which feels Uh-oh. very, to me, like very Dawson's Creaky, where it's like, y'all are messy as a group because there's a lot of like there are like nine different love triangles just in this group of four yeah that's true but what a funny reference given you d- you've never really watched dawson's creek right i watched the, f- the first five episodes oh my god i was a and huge I, like, dawson's creek head yeah yeah big time were. so it's influenced 
You can everything. judge if my reference is correct. Or <laughs> no, it was it was perfect. It's perfect. I mean, these people are way messier. Dawson's Creek, <laughs> notably, people like don't have sex until like the sixth season. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it was an earlier time. It was the nineties. Uh, we hadn't had Gossip Girl yet or anything. But um, yeah, Camille and M are watching, and I hate Emily's outfit so much. Could not stand it. It was just like plaid and like she like gloves and yellow and like her stupid little hat. Anyway, <laughs> you're in a mean mood today. <laughs> you're just the first person I'm speaking to. Okay. Can you I tell? <laughs> Can you hey, tell? I, I forgot you always wake up mean. <laughs> uh, this episode, I think there was like, because there, this episode was so packed with drama. This episode made me really want, like, a title sequence where I was like, remind me who all these characters are and, like, what their vibe is. Like, I wanted a, like, really classic sitcom-y, like, Friends-esque title sequence. Yeah. Because you, like, want to know who the main players are? Kind of. Yeah, it's funny because Alfie was only introduced in, like, episode seven or something like that. And now he's, like, very much a part of the season. It's kind of, it's it's interesting. And they're really cute together. And he, so he comes over and, like, Gabrielle and Camille are kind of flirting and she's like, you're so sweaty. (laughs) Really good, Kemi. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Okay, I'm in a good mood now. (laughs) Please, one compliment. Sorry, I've been crappy. No. (laughs) You're like, no, you don't need to apologize for being what you are. I'm wearing my shirt that you basically convinced me to get. No, what shirt? It's from Outdoor Voices. Because you're like, you need to have a great outfit for when you want to go on walks and hikes. And I, so I got this shirt. Yeah. I mean, I think it requires the context of you're going to LA kind of to flirt with people. I will be cutting that out. (laughs) (laughs) I actually will be cutting that out. So if you want to say something else (laughs) about the context it requires, what kind of context? Thank you. (laughs) That's the only context it needs. (laughs) Thank you. Moving on with the episode, because there's so much to get to. Madeline has arrived. Wait, you're like skipping scenes. What did I skip? So much. Like what? <laughs> Literally, that's scene five. Okay, I'm just going to do, you're clearly not in a space. I am crabby. <laughs> I am crabby. <laughs> do we have to start over? <laughs> you're about to cut our listener base in half with this attitude. It's because I feel so safe with you. I really didn't know. Okay, you know what? I've been sad about the pandemic all morning, and I'm like so happy to be here with you. And I'm really sorry that I've been sad that me being sad about that is leaking into it. And I'm having an attitude reset right now. And I'm going to tell you what happens in the next scene. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Okay. I love you. (laughs) I love you too. (laughs) Okay. Alfie and M are walking. Um, I call her M because that's what I do in my notes. But anyway. It's like way too familiar. So Alfie and M are walking. They're walking in Paris and it's like really cute. And she asks him out and she's like, do you want to go out to dinner tonight? And it's it's kind of like establishing that they're getting like they're, they're really starting to date. And he also talks about like how he's really enjoying like Gabrielle and Camille. Like he's kind of he's like, I understand why you love Paris. Like there's been a turn. You great friends. Yeah. Yes. I remember. I remember. And he kisses her on the cheek and it's like very like they're, they're getting closer. And then 
we see um, Benoit and Mindy having sex in the apart part in the apartment. Uh, Emily walks in on them, and she's like, "I thought you guys were gonna, you know, like rehearse." And they're like, "We're about to." And so then she leaves, and she goes outside just to like sit in Paris, and she sort of has this like little quiet moment to herself, which is pretty sweet. Other than the fact that there was like Mindy vocalizing in the background for music that was supposed to be pretty, but was like a little like, eh. but you know, she's like, um, she's like a Broadway star. Yeah. She's like, I didn't music, know. Maybe we already talked about that, but I, she was in, um, mean girls. She was in mean girls. I think she's in another stuff. Like I, I think her really big role was in the mean girls musical. So she's like vocalizing and Mindy like has, or and Emily has like a moment, which is like kind of like listening and enjoying Paris. And then she gets a selfie from, uh, Madison, Madeline, <laughs> Madeline slash Asa Montgomery being like Abiento. She's on the plane. She's getting ready. And she faced, they FaceTime one another. Mm-hmm. Now you could take it away. Okay. So Madeline is arriving to Paris. <laughs> That's me editing my notes to say Madeline has arrived. <laughs> so we've been waiting for this, I would argue, for two seasons. Like fully two se- Like I think the moment that they dropped that Kate Walsh was involved in the show, it's like, you're not going to not put her in her. at yeah. some point yeah yeah um it's very like when you're watching a horror movie or whodunit like mm-hmm. i remember learning this once i'm about to spoil a lot of movies for a lot of people but it's a thing where it's like if there's a really special actor in a minor role you can mm-hmm. be pretty sure that they're involved in a really crucial way in the like ending like somehow they're involved in like the mm. mystery mm. in a much more key way than maybe is alluded to early on that's fun. Do you have an example of like who that would be? Like a movie? Yeah, like but that? should I should I say spoiler alert? Yeah, say spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for the movie Gosford Park. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone turns it off. Every yeah, single person was like, like no, 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 no. "Watch it tonight." <laughs> <laughs> so at Gosford Park, we have a uh, Helen. Wait, Moore. wait, don't spo- I actually don't want you to spoil really? it for me because I haven't seen it. <laughs> That's so funny. It's not a movie I've seen. I realize I can't hear this part. Okay. okay. Never mind. Well, I think Contact I took me it privately. privately. <laughs> Contact me if you want to know more about it. DM so Addison. in this, we get we get Addison McGovery. She's finally arrived. They have like really decided on a really strong point of view for this character. She shows up. She's wearing like a mini dress. She's so pregnant. She has red booties on, leopard print, massive necklace, like slurping through a straw, slurping a Starbucks, a Starbucks. They're really. <laughs> They're really like doing her kind of dirty. They are and doing, doing it, dirty. and they're doing like America slash Chicago kind of dirty, which they were doing with Emily in the first season, and it was like such a breath of fresh air that we kind of have like moved through that slash we've yeah. all been like indoctrinated to like her now. And I'm like, oh, like you're doing it again. Like why, why that choice? It's something the yeah. show is working on. Of like, give you can give characters other traits. They don't just have to be like French and snooty. Or American and uh, Rangard. And they, it's kind of rough because they have this meeting. They're pitching um, Laveau. Ascent Laveau, yes, a perfume event with Laveau to promote their like personalized scent lab thing. And you see Emily be like kind of cringy about Madeline. Like Madeline's like embarrassing herself and Emily feels embarrassed, which is really hard to watch it's really hard to watch i mean i guess it's kind of cool like character development that like she's you know become french enough that she doesn't have these like horrible uh chicago america american chicago and american traits um and she really respects sylvie and you can you can see that she like her allegiance is a little 
divided. Yeah. It's interesting because we talked about how we thought that the second season was going to end on like a love triangle. And it's, and it seems like we're leading towards two different ones, sort of like three, mm-hmm. like she has to choose between I think we're bosses. Okay. Excuse me. So, so in my notes, I wrote Nina exclamation point sense, because like we had said, this is going to be a theme um, of the um, episode. Why don't you tell people your fun news? Okay. I have fun news, which is that I now write about perfume on the internet <laughs> and people pay me to do it, <laughs> awesome. which feels like a massive, please. I pray that I feel like right now I have all these different work threads and I'm praying like none finds out about the other. <laughs> <laughs> but I really I feel good. like I'm like gaming some system, but it's really, really fun. My partner and I got really, really into perfume during the pandemic and it's been like a very fun little rabbit hole. And now I'm writing about perfume for for a job for work it's not my it's not my main gig but it's a nice little side hustle it's been really fun yeah side gig it's so cool and so i'm gonna ask you questions as we get deeper into that um about like if what was true what wasn't but first we get the etienne and mindy scene which i felt very validated by because i had told you that it was about money and you were like no i think she's just about keeping a secret and i was like "Mm -mm, i think you missed that and now we know she's etienne's like you got to like come clean. And she's like, Oh, because there's like, um, there's like a TMZ like article or whatever. There's like a gossip column or gossip piece. What is it called? <laughs> what am I trying yeah, to say? Go- gossip piece sounds right. <laughs> there's a gossip piece about how Mindy's like quote unquote poor and like homeless in Paris. And yeah. Etienne had like apparently talked to like his friend who happened to be a journalist. And Mindy's like, what the fuck? Like you are screwing me over. Like I, yeah, you outed me and I'm like hiding from my family and I don't want, I'm trying to have a new chart, a new path. And now everyone knows that I'm a billionaire. Yeah. And there's a couple of things that happen. Well, one, I thought Mindy really acted like, I think uh, Ashley Park, is her name? Ashley Park, like really acted the crap out of it. I need to come up with a bit of phrase that's less gross, but acted the crap out of this scene in a way that made it um, palatable to me because I was, I'm very irritated by this storyline, but she, she like really made me compassionate. Like I felt a lot of sympathy and was like, Oh, that really sucks. And like, she's, she is uh, later ATN calls her a poor little rich girl, which is obviously the, like the impulse that one could have with this. I scene. wrote down poor little rich girl in my notes. And then like a second later, Tian said it. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. But the thing that's like really absurd is that then when Benoit finds out, because Etienne tells him, Etienne's like, <laughs> like she's not just some someone we saved from obscurity. And some Madame PP we saved from uh, obscur- uh, obscurity. And then Benoit is like so pissed. He's like, you're rich. And then she goes, no, I'm not. My father is. Yeah, It's like all so bad. And then... He's like, yeah, so we're not, he's like, now it's all a lie. We're not penniless street performers who are like star-crust lovers. And it's like this very, very weird fetishization of poverty. Yeah. Yeah, That's like not okay and like not attractive. Like Benoit has none of my sympathy. Like neither really does Mindy. She doesn't have that much sympathy. I don't have that much sympathy for her, but, but it does feel like that like they're both going about it wrong yeah like the ethics of the show are a little bit like or the show's working on sort of understanding the fact that like sure you can like not want people to know your business and like where you come from and like that's fine and that's real but like benoit being like it's all a lie and i was like which and and i'm like disappointed that you're not poor is like really fucked up i mean there's your dissertation for your for your emily and paris phd i think there, i think <laughs> it's a, a rich scene no it's a rich scene yeah it's a rich text, text. It's a rich. T- we're we're being reminded text. that Emily in Paris is a rich text. Yeah, 
Um, yeah. And then we go back to work, right? We get, um, uh, I really want to call her Madison, Madeline and Emily walking, like walking the the nighttime streets mm-hmm. <laughs> of Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like trying to make their way to the busking because they're going to watch Mindy perform. They think they are. And yeah. And Madeline's like, this is like not, things are not good at Savoir. Like Sylvie has like let the Labo account kind of like get out of control. Like they, they're doubling what they make, but they're not paying Savoir as much or as much as they should be like this, this no longer makes any sense. And uh, Emily is like clearly trying to defend Sylvie. And she's like, she's really good at her job. She's like really made this account great. And Madeline's like, to be clear, like she's not your boss. Like I am like thinking that, thinking that Emily is like uh, on her side. Like I think she has no kind of conception that, mm-hmm. that Emily actually is feeling attached to Sylvie. What'd you think? I totally agree. This was, this was rough for me. Like, I feel like I have a, uh... A person in my life who I won't expose on this podcast, but we're like they're dealing with kind of like two bosses fighting over them, sort of, or like trying to like lay claim and have their allegiance. Yeah, and it, it, that's like a rough position. Position. Yeah. 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 Like I, I felt I felt for Emily in this moment where like she is probably going to be forced to choose, but she doesn't have to. Yeah. And I and I felt bad that Madeline was kind of trying to be like, if she were a better boss, she'd be making more money for the company. Yeah. Where I think Emily's learned to really trust Sylvie, uh, Sylvie's ideas and like perspective. Yeah, yeah, and like maintaining the integrity, maintaining the mm-hmm. integrity of Savoir, and like even in maybe some of her grosser comments of like just because it's expensive doesn't mean it's luxury. Like uh, on the one hand, that disgusts me. On the other hand, it's like what she's trying to suggest is that like throwing money, like money being like the bottom line for everything, doesn't a good business model make? Doesn't like quality make? Doesn't whatever. So I feel like they've been very clear about Sylvie's perspective and Madeline's though. Like it feels very, the the dichotomy feels very um, salient. Man, we're going deep right now. I'm <laughs> like, we're talking business. <laughs> we are talking class. We are talking we got artistry. It. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's got me. It's <laughs> to our listeners, <laughs> yes. this is not what you tuned in for. <laughs> yeah, we're so sorry. We can... We can we can go at a at a shallower level. Do you, think, do you think I'm like different now that I'm in my apart my new home? Your new home? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think- change in a lot of ways? We'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> they get to the busking. They get to the busking in the mime. The fucking the mime. mime. Why is the mime there? I hate that mime. I hate that mime too. But I'm like, is that mime famous in France? Is that like a famous <laughs> mime performer that we're supposed to know? <laughs> Because she shows up again. And then Emily goes because she she hears from Mindy that, like, Mindy's in crisis. And she goes. And it's a very sweet friend scene. Mm-hmm. It is. We've had that moment. Mm-hmm. We've been there for each other in times of struggle. Yeah. Specifically sure. when you're, like, when your ex found out. <laughs> that I was a billionaire. In and China. China. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was hard to explain. Um. You shouldn't have had to. Um, and... And she's like, Mindy's like so distraught. Like again, Ashley Parks is doing like such a great job, like giving a lot of weight. Um, Emily's like, it's going to be okay. Like he he has a lot of feelings for you. Like, you know, you'll move through it. It'll be all right. I mean, I think this was, uh, this is setting both Mindy and Emily up like a way that I think they really connect is that they both are really trying to like control um, mm. exactly how they're seen by different people. Mm. And then these things start to converge and then they totally lose control. And like, they're not, neither of them is the most honest, which we've talked about. Yeah. And it's really interesting that that, like our heroic characters, and I would say actually this goes for 
a lot of people in this show. It's not an honest group. I would say Alfie's like maybe the honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's a lot of people really not wanting to like disclose parts of themselves to other people. Yeah. And like not really having qualms about that, like not really learning those lessons even. It's so interesting because my impulse just now was like, well, that's like what, co- like, you know, that's comedy. That's like how you, you like create misunderstanding or whatever. But that's, but yeah, yes. And there are so many shows where the characters are honest and like there's other ways to create conflict. Like, I mean, I bet in my head, I'm like, well, you're right. Cause that's like how conflict, you know, that's what happens. And I'm like, well, not really. I mean, that's again, we talked about in some, um, in some sex, sex in the city seasons, that's more of like the meat of what causes conflict, but it's not always, it's not always people like lying to one another. Or if like friend, like friends, I feel like is a show so built on misunderstandings, but yeah. it's a little bit more like farcical where it's yeah, like, totally. because, because this person is this way, totally. they saw the situation totally differently. Yeah. Right. Whereas Emily in Paris is a lot of like, I didn't tell this person this thing <laughs> yes. and I am not apologizing. About <laughs> yeah. it. And yeah. it'll crash and burn in a couple episodes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Okay. We get my favorite outfit of the episode. Oh, who's who's with, with Sylvie in that incredible red suit with the white shirt? Oh yeah! Oh my gosh, she looks amazing. Yeah. She does look amazing. Wow! And for such like a ugh scene because uh, seen. Madeline's in I like sitting at her desk eating and on a yoga ball. Oh, it's, it's so, so extra. Brutal. Yeah, it's they're really like um, for a show that feels so about like girl bossing. <laughs> It's like it's a bad it's like, all bosses everywhere. <laughs> well, it's it's like it's also like in this moment being like really a uh, nasty <laughs> boss archetype. Yeah. Girl, girl boss and good keep. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Oof. It's tough. It's tough. Uh Madeline is like, you know, we need to like change the setup with like Lovo. Like I'll help I'll help do that. Um, and Sylvie's like, well, no, we like a longstanding relationship. Like, I don't, you know, kind of trying to hold a boundary of like who makes the decisions. And then Madeline is, can't remember the exact, how it exactly goes down, but she's like, you're not really willing to work on this, are you? I will say, go ahead. Um, I've never been a boss of somebody, but it was kind of cool to see, like, it, I did like seeing, Here's what it is. The scene passed the Bechdel test and I was like uh and I was interested to see how how two women in power are trying to like negotiate responsibility. Mm-hmm. That felt like new to me. And even if I didn't like it, like if I, even if I didn't like who the person was seeing how, women in power like uncomfortable for you? It was it was hard because I was like, okay, well, what if what if she's on her period like while she's like <laughs> What, yes. when she's pregnant so like we yes. know we can't trust her because she's pregnant yeah she's making crazy she's <laughs> yeah no because i mean well honestly like yeah she isn't like totally wrong for you know like i don't know i don't think it's like the craziest thing in the world to say that or the wildest thing in the world to say that she should you know they should come up with like a new negotiation with levo i mean without getting too ahead of ourselves i think that this episode introduces a really interesting perspective with Madeline even if it's like a little bit of a like clownish way to have it happen because they really make Madeline like a bit of a clown like a bit of like an American girl boss clown yeah but they but they which by the way it's Twitter bio yeah Yeah. (laughs) American girl boss but uh they without getting too ahead of ourselves they're really introducing like American workplace culture is so toxic in all these ways yeah but French workplace culture is perhaps quite toxic in the fact that it's like 
not addressing and if we have any french listeners or people who've worked in a french workplace i'd love to know if this is accurate (laughs) or not but like way more crossed lines of like boundaries and sex and yes yeah we'll get i mean let's keep going yeah i was gonna say fallout in the first season for apparently that not being the case but i've never worked in france and let's just say that it is true so then they're at the event no yes Gabrielle and Camille are, like, smelling different scents. Yeah, it's like a lab. Like, they're celebrating this line of perfume, and you can build your own scent. Did you want to be there so bad, you little scent freak? <laughs> uh, yeah, it seemed, like, really fun. Of it course I wanted to be fun. there. It seemed like a really fun party, and I think that I have gained... Okay, I'm about to be really obnoxious. You ready? Yeah, we love it. I've gained so much respect for professional noses, for per- people who make perfume. Mm-hmm. And the chemistry and artistry that goes into the product that I would never want to like make my own perfume. Like I don't trust myself. Really? Yeah. Like we're like the idea of like formulating my own is like not so fun to me. Like I'd rather smell things that other people make. That's a change. I remember when you first got into it. Mm-hmm. I was like, it'd be Months cool to ago. make something. No longer. Yeah. Wow. That's I love growth. That. That's growth, people. You know how to do it. Emily should learn. So they're sniffing and they're scenting and they're doing like, oh, there's like bass notes and then there's, you can correct me, top notes. I don't know. But there's like, well, hey, I've been hanging out with you. Uh, (laughs) And Camille kind of like has a dig at Emily where she's like, "Mm, this one's interesting. This one's so you. There's like something like at at first. Oh, yeah, please. So it seems obvious at first, but then there's something unexpected under the surface where she's like, you're basic, but you're actually a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Is basically the translation of that line. That's my bio just for today because I have been. I seem obvious at first. (laughs) But actually. It's brutal. And it's after all of them being like, oh, it's sweet and warm. It's you. It's it's woody and sensitive like you. And Uh, we kind of have a little face. Like Collins is like a little like, ah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and then we see Madeline again in a very short dress. Okay. What is with all of the slut shaming? You're right. Coming from you. Coming from me. Coming from the biggest, biggest. slut I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I haven't seen your legs since like the summer of 2000. <laughs> uh, I'm like so, so modest in my dress. <laughs> I am. I'm like, it's layers and it's like full neck coverage most of the time. Um, <laughs> if there's a button, you bet your bottom <laughs> that buttoned. Nina has buttoned to the it. <laughs> to the neck. It's so embarrassing. I'm the no, opposite. No, it's so sweet. Uh, it's, like, <laughs> 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 it's so embarrassing. Um, no, she looks, I mean, it's just, it's, it's just a choice. Like they're, you're they're gonna. Like, I'm sorry. You're gonna here. get dragged for saying the opposite of a slut. <laughs> Somebody who buttons their shirt. Drag me. Drag me. I dare you. Yeah. It is. But it is such a choice. She like doesn't look like she fits in. Yeah. She like, looks like classless. Is the whole thing. Yes. And it's mean. And I would say the show is maybe like body shaming pregnant women. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? No, it's actually not. I'm me. so defensive. I'm like, it's actually, I would never do that. I feel like the show is doing that. No. But I feel like they're making, they're <laughs> really they making the point of Madeline like wearing these short dresses, being what looks like eight and three shameless. pregnant. Yeah. Shameless. Yeah. And. Such that she talks work at the at the uh, event with, with whatever Antoine, is Antoine and Catherine. 
and and the wife is like, don't you know? Like we don't we don't speak uh, like business. And then Antoine's like, my dear, like my love, like if she wants to talk business, like let the lady talk business. And then she she kind of just like out and says it in a way where I'm like, are you good at your job? Because sounds like you're bad yeah. at your job. This would not be cool even in the states. Yeah, maybe in Chicago. Whatever. She, imagine Chicago. <laughs> They have, this is how you do business. But she's like, you have to know. You're like severely underpaying us. Like you have to know that that's, and he's like, you know what? Let's actually, let's have a meeting. Let's talk about this on Monday. He's drawing, a, a Frenchman is drawing a boundary. And then he goes away to, to, you know, go to the other part of the party. And then Catherine is like, you know why Antoine's underpaying, right? And Madeline's like, <laughs> no. She was like, well, because that's an arrangement he made with Sylvie when they were having an affair. And... She's kind of like, and it would be real risky for you to change that. She blackmails her. She does. Because I guess, and I didn't think I'd realize that Catherine and Antoine were like in business together. I know that they're like married. So like, I guess, yes, but I didn't know that her was a little like Macbeth and Lady Macbeth. Yeah. You know, the most embarrassing thing about me, that the only time I've ever seen Macbeth or read it, like I've never read it. And the only time I've ever seen a production of it is when our dear friend Will, for his birthday, was made to... To improvise the role of Macbeth for a show that you all put on for him. That's the that's, that's so the funny. only production of Macbeth I've ever seen. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm saying it so much in my room, which is a theater. Because I'm a drama queen. Oh, right. Okay. I didn't know what you were getting at. <laughs> I just mean like she they're they're in cahoots and she's playing like Antoine might be playing a little dirty, but she's playing dirtier. And she's like pulling the strings. Like she's got a yeah, lot of she power. Does. Um, and it seems like she's, she's like a little bit all, she's all knowing, even if she seems like she's always in the back, she's all knowing and she's controlling a lot is the vibe I got. And she's kind of like, oh, and how, how are you going to feel about the fact that like when you find out how much we're paying this photographer who Sylvie's also sleeping with? It is true. When she lays it all out, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) not good. No. Suddenly you're like the fabric of the show that I've been really enjoying is actually like stained and scary. Uh, yeah. And so then we get, oh, then we get like Luke talking with Alfie and he kind of like alludes to. Because again, this show is amazing at making everyone be in the same place. Like, how are they all there? It's a big event. Everyone's got to go. It's the biggest event in Paris. (laughs) But it's like, does nobody else? It does feel like, oh, like, does Alfie not have work events? Mm -mm. He's a banker. If this is so normal in this. He's a (laughs) banker. Yeah, I'm a banker Cooper. <laughs> so Luke Luke talks to Alfie. Luke gets Alfie alone, and you just know where it's yeah. going. And he really puts his foot in his mouth. I can't remember Sad. exactly how he says it. I think he's like, it's so great to see Emily with you. I think she's such a great girl. And she was just caught in so much drama with Gabrielle and Camille. And Alfie's like, haha, what? Classic. Sucks. Has that ever and happened? Out- Have you ever found out something you weren't supposed to do through somebody else? Like, nothing's coming to me off the top of my mind. But I definitely have friends who like found out uh, things about their partners through someone just like slip- not their partner yeah. through friends, yeah, through some, through like an, a, someone who knows another thing about their partner slipping it, slipping it out for sure. Yeah, Ooh. sounds like a nightmare. Awful. Oh, such a nightmare. So terrible. I mean, that's why we don't lie. That's why we don't lie. Okay. I just think it's like very cool that like you know Allison has another girlfriend, and like that's just one of those things that I just- <laughs> what? Oh, did you know? You know I have. <laughs> I do have a friend who found out on a podcast so <laughs> <laughs> on our podcast <laughs> on our podcast. Yeah. Who's, whose relationship should we ruin right now on our podcast? <laughs> oh, you know, who doesn't know that people <laughs> <friends> cheating? 
<laughs> Horrible. Okay. So then we get poor, poor Alfie. Alfie looks really sad. He does look really sad. And also something we missed is that in the, um, in the soccer scene at the top, Camille and Emily are chatting. Camille's like, I'm so glad that you seem really ha- happy with Alfie. And Em's like, it's not that, it's like not that serious. And Camille's like, yeah, but like maybe it is. And she kind of like doubles down on it. And upon my third rewatch, I was like, was Camille recording? Is this going to be how she like fucks things up? Because anyway, because Emily very explicitly is like, it's not serious. And then right now we're going to, we get, uh, we get Alfie being like clearly disappointed because he's taking Emily seriously and then not to get ahead of myself because then we have Emily and Madeline and I don't, and I think they're just talking and she's like, do you know how much is going on? Is that what happens? I think a little bit. Madeline's just kind of like, they're basically cooking the books. Like stuff's not right. And like, I need to stay. Does she, is it, does she, she basically says to Emily, like stuff's not good. Um, and then we see Mindy at home. Etienne. <laughs> Etienne is like Benoit finished the song he was writing for you and Mindy puts her beats by Dre on <laughs> and listens listens to the song and crucially they it's do so not play weird. us the song which is a choice that's no, a choice it's so <laughs> bizarre though because they do it um oh I learned you got you and Will taught me this word when we were doing our doing downbeat when when the audio is like oh it's non-diegetic or diegetic? yeah right so wait yeah non-diegetic yeah. or diegetic so it was non-diet wait which one was it it was i always confuse them i think it's diegetic if it's part of the okay so it was diegetic like if it's like real so it was it was coming through her headphones so it wasn't like a soundtrack was playing over yes yes it was that and but it was so weird because it's an instrumental there are no lyrics and she's (laughs) just acting like she's like as if she's moved by it. It feels like it was a confusion on like the po- like the post production where they were just like for sure. So it's coming from the for headphones sure. or it's not. It's non diegetic or diegetic. And they were like, it's diegetic. Yeah. It's not diegetic. <laughs> they were like, got it, got, got it, got it. Got no it. one remember. <laughs> it's like in us. It's like us right now. Like we're pretty sure we're clear in the definition, but they're like, let's just make it kind of coming through the headphones, but not, not really but weird. <laughs> but weird. <laughs> it's super strange, and she's like reacting as if the lyrics are hitting her differently as they go but what we're hearing is just an instrumental um and kind of like a high energy instrumental <laughs> like there's like a beat like it's not like a an emo like i love this song it's like I mean, maybe it's it like is bed but pop it's like, bedroom I- pop like <laughs> cynthia <laughs> dance music yeah it's ridiculous um okay and then we get emily and alfie yeah alfie comes up to her and he's like hey what what's the deal with you and and gabriel and we all just take a moment and we're like, okay, Gabriel. <laughs> Gabriel. Gabriel. And Emily's like, yeah, he's that's all in the past. Like it was it was what it was, it's in the past. And Alfie's like, okay, that's good because like I don't want to be second fiddle. I'm really falling. Yeah, and I'm falling for you. And it's really real for me. Is it real for you? Tell me the truth. Like, is it real for you? He's like, I don't, I'm not and we're Emily's not just like, doing this because we're in a fantasy land, like of being in Paris. Like, this is real. And Emily's like, you, oh, you, and gives him, plants a big kiss on him. It's so horrible. Yeah, it's, oh, it's so it's mean. It's so mean. It's so mean. There's something like, yeah, there's just like something really painful about like being given the opportunity to be honest many times over, kind of out of generosity. Like, Alfie doesn't react in anger. He like. Yeah, he's so like mature. Yeah, he doesn't like explode and then, and then she can't, and then there's no room for her to be honest. It's like he really creates a pretty like seemingly loving and safe space for her to answer honestly and then she doesn't take it and I feel like I feel like that's happened with Gabrielle as well 
where he's created like he like early in the season created a lot of opportunities for her to like choose him and then he would and then he would move forward with Camille like honestly and like you know he doesn't know what to tell her because he doesn't know how Emily feels it's like you're kind of like gridlocking these people in some ways and it, yeah it's just disappointing I'm disappointed in her yeah I'm disappointed in her too and we only have one episode left to like see how it all plays yeah. out which is there's a lot there are a lot of loose ends there are a lot of loose ends. where it's like yeah there are even a lot of like there are there are a lot of loose ends and there are like a lot of opportunities for different cliffhangers yeah. like yeah there's a lot going on right now like we're going into this last episode needing to find out what cammy's grand plan that her mom put her up mm-hmm. to is mm-hmm. we're gonna figure out whatever's gonna go on with emily alfie and Gabrielle, we're going to figure out what's going on with Sylvie and Eric and Antoine. Mm-hmm. What's going on with Madeline and Sylvie? What's going on with Madeline, Sylvie, and Emily? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot. Yeah, there is a lot. I'm really excited. Me too. I, but I'm also like a little apprehensive because I was hoping that this episode would, I was hoping episode nine would help me figure out how I want things to end. And I really don't know. I feel sort of unsettled where I'm like, what would feel satisfying to me? I mean, I think that per us talking about like how disappointed we are in Emily. I think the last season ended up of like kind of ended on kind of a high of like Emily's finally sleeping with Gabrielle. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, this stuff's happening. And I think this season is gonna end with like she's Alone. isolated herself from some people. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. And like in a hard place. Yeah. Do you think that she and Mindy are gonna get a new apartment by the end of the season? I don't know by the end of the season, but I could see that being part of next season. Because we know we're getting two more, baby. We're getting two more seasons and I heard a rumor. Do you want to hear my rumor? Yeah, I do want to hear it. I heard a rumor that they kill someone. Get to some other cities. <laughs> they go to some they go to some other cities. It's not just Emily and Paris. <gasps> that's fun. Uh, that gives I heard a rumor we get some travel. That's really fun because maybe because Saint Tropez was by far the most fun episode, I think, still of this season. Pretty fun episode. That's cool. That opens up some doors for like where we can record our series finale because you know we had said we would do our series finale in Paris. Oh god. But now we have two more years to save up for, I mean, like any of the other cities that are represented. Yeah. Why did you just say, oh, God? Because I'm just sad that we're not in Paris right now. I don't have plans to go to Paris. I'm so sad. Especially because I did kind of loosely have plans to go to Paris. <laughs> like around this time. I think, like, you know oh, what? Work's going to send you. I think that your perfume work, <laughs> ultimately give it two years. I'm, call- I'm manifesting it. Okay. This is the collective manifestation. Thank you. Are you gonna get a are you gonna help me find my scent for my Yeah, I sure am. You're gonna concierge me? What's it called when you do that? I think con- concierge works. Cool. Guide. Anything else, buddy? No, I think there's like a lot there. Anything else you wanna say? I think I just wanna say that I love doing this podcast. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. (laughs) Bye. You've been listening to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, a podcast about Netflix's Emily in Paris. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and share the show with all of your friends and enemies. We have a couple new reviews. We love them. Uh, We have one from HGE456. I don't know that I know this person. Do you know HGE456? I don't think so. Oh, it's Hannah Gregory Evans, our friend from (laughs) God. No, I have no idea. Okay. The title is A True Delight. Five stars. Thank you. What a delicious treat it is to listen to Hannah and Nina thoroughly discuss EIP. 
I certainly laughed, and at times, with the generous guidance and support of our podcast hosts, I humbly examined my own shallow understanding of a real cinematic masterpiece. As Emily might learn to say, merci beaucoup. Oh, thank you so much. We love hearing that. I love that. As she might learn to say, like, you're right. She might not learn. We don't know. (laughs) She she might not learn it. She might not learn it. We will be back with our final episode in a few days, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss it and follow wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much. (laughs) Merci Merci beaucoup. beaucoup. (laughs) Partez